Thanks for tuning in to the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. I'm Jason. We are here to bring you a great uh, chat that we had with Kyle Gumby Gunther, the lead vocalist for the heavy metal band Battlecross. That's right. He is the lead vocalist. He is the vocalist. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's right. Yes. And if this is the first time you're checking us out because you're a fan of Battlecross, we appreciate you taking the time to do it. This is episode number 17, so that means you've got 16 other episodes you could check out. That's right, and they vary from thrash to hair bands to all kinds of stuff. Yeah, all over the place. Like, even last week we had a chat with Sprout, the lead singer of King Shifter, but the news just broke that he's not in King Shifter anymore, and... No speculation on that, but it's a good, it's a great chat. So there's a one, you know, there's one to start with, and we've got, you know, other great bands. And like Jason said, they kind of span the, the gamut of of hard, hard and heavy music because that's our thing to, to hit everything we can. That's right. You know, we don't discriminate when it comes to that. If you can put metal after it, we're gonna listen to it. Yeah, and even if not metal, we, we like punk as well. There's yeah, like, there you go. You know, Love punk. But I guess there is such a thing as punk metal, right? And that might be suicidal tendencies. I don't know. Punk thrash metal. See, it branches off in so many different directions. Yeah. But anyway, here in here in a bit, we're gonna bring you that that talk with with Gumby. But before we do that, we wanted to talk about you know the new Battlecross album and a couple other new albums that have just came out. Soil Work, their new album came out this past week, about a week and a half ago now. Yes. When you're hearing this, and it's the Ride Majestic. And I think it's album number ten, maybe. And I, I've been I've been a pretty huge fan of Soul Work since you know I'm I'll be honest it was Natural Born Chaos when they kind of started getting a little more attention in America. I wasn't there from the beginning. I'm not some diehard underground Swedish melodic death metal fan. You know, well, since then the you, '90s. You suck. But, You're but a poser. I, no, I, well I am now, and I admit it. <laughs> Just like, kidding. Just same kidding. with same with In Flames. I got into them because of Reroute to Remain. You know, there's no no shame in that. I don't think. Not at all. You know, there's probably there's a lot of kids that were 13 whenever the Black M came out, and that's how they know Metallica. You know, that's just how this stuff works. You know. Definitely. So Soul Work, I don't think has ever put out anything that wasn't high quality, in my opinion. You know, and that's just might be because I'm a big fan, but I know they had albums like. Stabbing the drama and figure number figure number five that uh, a lot of those you know fans from the early days weren't really into, mm-hmm. but I know we both loved them. Oh yeah, definitely. And these last couple albums kind of I think bring them back, you know, around and they've got it's kind of a one of those encompassing kind of things where it it you know it, it has sounds from their all their eras. I think mm-hmm. you know the ride majestics just kind of in your face you know there's no, there's not one of those big huge melodic courses like they have and then but then there's other songs like death in general that have that and it's just it's a great album and if, if you've never listened to soul work it's a great place to start just like any of their albums are i think yeah but okay. for for me my thing with soil work is you know again started uh back in the you know the the uh the second wave of the headbangers ball Early 2000s. Yeah, that's when I got turned on to them. Um, and I think, you know, Natural Born Chaos. I love figure number five. I don't care what anyone says. Stabbing drama. I, I will admit they lost me there for a little bit. I mean, maybe that was just me. Um, but, uh, you know, I really liked the last record, which is the double album, right? 
Yeah. That was that was that was just you know epic, uh, and you know I, I haven't gotten uh, I don't think I've gotten as familiar with this new one as you have, but it sounds good and what I, and it's strong, and what I what I did notice is that you know these last five six years, maybe ten years I don't know with these guys, they just change members so much. Oh yeah. I think. You know, uh, Bjorn Strid is obviously the mainstay. Uh, I know that their drummer has been there for quite a while. But it seems, you know, guitarist and bass player... Well, the bass player was there forever, and he just left. Right. You know, and the guitars are such a big bulk of the sound, and they've had so many guitar players. Uh, do you, some reason, it seems like they... But they still sound like soil work. It still has that tone. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's something that if you're not, if you don't keep up with that kind of stuff, you wouldn't notice mm-hmm. because, like you said, it still has the sound. Yeah, and that might be a, a a Bjorn thing where he's, you know, just make sure that the guitarist tone yeah. sounds that no matter who comes into the band. Yeah, you know, and like I know David Anderson now has been there for at least three albums, and he's, you know, the obviously a night flight orchestra as well with him. Oh yeah. So you would think that's probably going to be something that at least stays solid from here on out well you know you never know that but i mean they've got two bands going and they've done several albums together between the two so yeah you know maybe it'll yeah i i was i was really sad when peter witchers left and then he came back because that guy was such a force songwriting wise not just his playing and then he came back and i was so happy and then he's gone again and it you know it's like quit playing with me guys you know <laughs> but but i do I, I do always like you know their uh crazy song titles you know yeah like the armchair eminence or you know <laughs> the the, the san antonio palindrome or whatever i mean <laughs> you can't get that from anybody else uh so but so it works a great band and you know through it sounds like they've been through a lot and they just keep going yeah um moving on to an album that just came out Two day. Yeah, well, by the time you hear this, it'll be a few days. The new Iron Maiden album, Book of Souls, has hit. And I'm not going to say, you know, most people that are into metal at least like something from Iron Maiden. You know, there's Mm -hmm. obviously always haters on something, but it's fucking Maiden, you know. And they're, you know, as well, they've had periods where they kind of lose people, but I think you can't go wrong with any of their albums for the most part because the musicianship's so high. Right? Oh, definitely. Steve Harris, you know, is an amazing songwriter. And I know the new album has a lot of Bruce Dickinson writing on it as well. Whereas, you know, there's been other albums where he wasn't really that involved with the the writing end of it. So, I mean, where do you... You probably only listen to this once or twice, right? But, I mean, where where do you rank this at? You know, just off of first listen, is it up there? First listen, first listen, I like it better than, uh, um, good Lord, I can't even, there's been so many the past few years. What's well, the uh, first one in, first oh, years. oh, you mean the name of the last title? Yeah, um, <laughs> what was the last album with El Dorado on it? I'm drawing a blank Jesus. myself. Jesus. And that you know, and that could and that could uh, bring up a whole other conversation about you know how you know bands, uh, you know people just mainly 
want the classic stuff from the band, you yeah. know, from a band. And, you know, I, I'm the same way. I, I, I definitely like it better than the last two albums. Uh, the one with uh, El Dorado on it and the one before that, which was A, a Matter of Life and Death, right. I believe. Uh, I like I like I can tell you just by listening to Book of Souls I like this one better. I mean the, the speed of light is badass. Okay, uh, if if eternity should fail is great opener, and you know Empire of the Clouds I think is their longest song they've ever done, and it's like twenty twenty one minutes I don't know eighteen eighteen minutes. <laughs> and here's the thing is I hate long shit. That's why I don't <laughs> listen to Dream Theater. I can't take it. <laughs> And not not nothing against Dream Theater, but <clears throat> you know, typo negative, and it was almost all I could take when it comes to long songs. But this song was just epic, and it had it was like three or four different songs within a song. It was like one of the it's like a classical piece with movements and you know different kinds of. It, it was it held my attention, and yeah. that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's one of those things like um, Gettysburg by Iced Earth. Yeah. Where that thing's like, what, 40 minutes long? Yeah. And it's not something, anything you're sitting there like, oh, I want to hear Gettysburg right now. It's like <laughs> you listen to it once a year, maybe, if that. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't listened to it in years, actually, but it's just one of those things you can keep, you can listen to it and not get lost and bored because it, like you said, it, it just has all these moments where it's like different songs, but it all fits together perfectly. Exactly. And, and some history teachers use that in their classes. Exactly. Just yeah. side note there. We're getting off track. <laughs> but yeah, Empire of, the, Empire of the Clouds. Yeah. it's uh, There's several songs on this album, right, that are like eight, ten minutes long. Yes. And definitely. More than more than normal, at least. And Tears, of the Cl- Tears of a Clown. Yeah. For Robin Williams. Yeah. That, that was great. And it was very telling. And it really painted a picture. I mean, there's no doubt, you know, what they're... What the message they're trying to get across right yeah that probably i you know i've listened to it uh twice and i think the first you know off my first listen uh death or glory jumped out yeah that seems like one of those songs that you know you'll hear in the set you know on the live set probably and then uh the song right after it, shadows of the valley yeah. you know had that great guitar intro you know that classic maiden sound and then of course you know empire of the clouds and I mean, every song on it's great, but it's kind of, I think on the, you know, I don't know if it was the last episode, whenever we talked about the single, like I said, it was kind of, you know, it had kind of this just in your face, kind of hard rock, kind of punchy, yeah, just like, you know, like here's, you know, here's a fucking song, listen to it, you know, yeah. and then and you mentioned, you know, yeah, the, the album probably, you know, not, this probably isn't indicative of yeah. it, and it's exactly <laughs> like, yeah, that's like the only song like that. Yeah. Everything else is like this classic kind of Iron Maiden, you know, Odyssey or, you know. Odyssey, that's yeah. a good word for it. Yeah. Um, so it's just definitely, I don't think, you know, people would be let down if you're a big fan of Iron Maiden. And, you know, that's all I, you know, say if you like Maiden, you're going to like it. Yeah. And so moving on to the probably the exact opposite of that, <laughs> we've got the new Battlecross album, Rise to Power. That's right. Where we know these guys are fans of Maiden, you know, I've read in interviews and stuff where that's one of the bands they listed that they were influenced by. But Rise to Power is, 
you know, the exact opposite where it's, is there a song that's longer than three and a half minutes? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, know. it's 10 songs over the course of 35 minutes. And I think you, you brought that up to Gumby during the interview and it's just boom, boom, boom. And they're all precise, tight, just, you know, that's the only way to describe it is just heavy metal. It's in your face. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's a thrash metal crossed with a, you know, kind of a modern metal. And yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So what are your, what would you say about this to someone that, I mean, obviously if someone's listening right now, they're probably listening cause they already know battle cross, but <laughs> you know, for those that, that might not, you know, the, this album is scorching, fucking scorching. Okay. Uh, I put a review up on the site, you know, go check that out. The thunderunderground.com <clears throat> shameless plug. But this this album it's it's concise it's just powerful uh, it's it's clear you know I mean you can't you can't ask for a better a better heavy metal record uh, you know I, I in in the interview I you know was trying to convey that to Kyle but I was probably a little fanboyish there and kind of stumbled over my words. But, I mean, it is just exact, and it's just executed perfectly. There, I mean, you can't... If you're a heavy metal fan, you can't say, oh, you know, this record's lame. There's just no fucking way you can say that. This, this record just goes for the throat. Uh, it takes no prisoners. You know, it's it's riffy they've got the the double leads like iron maiden you know don slater is just crazy on the bass guitar it's just a real treat for any heavy metal fan yeah um and it smacks you over the face just bam 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 and it's out of there and those are my favorite kind of records you know harkening back to the ramones or something yeah like (laughs) like you know uh the early aussie records you know, nine songs, 29 minutes, and it said so much. It said so much than, you know, uh, in the in the 90s, bands would put out albums that were 17 songs long and took up the whole 69 minutes of a CD or whatever, yeah. and most of it was garbage, <laughs> you know, and, and it just it harkens back to those classic, you know, all-killer, no-filler albums that, that just do it for us. Yeah. Yeah, I like... You know, we like all all three of these Battlecross albums, but I think already within the past, you know, couple of weeks since it's been out, this is already I already like this the best. Yeah, because it's kind of, you know, it's what they were kind of building to. I think with the other two. Yeah. Without, you know, sounding dumb by saying you know, their rise to power title is pretty fitting. Oh, definitely, and, definitely. And, and I think you know they're they are a band that I think you know they've had a. They've had that nice upward build so far, and I think you know within a couple albums, they'll be a household name to heavy metal fans. Yeah, definitely. Know? I think, um, you know, and nothing against their other albums because it's all it's all deadly, it's all great. Yeah. But it, it's like you said, you know, the first few notes of this album, it, there's just something that hit you like, fuck, <laughs> the okay, these guys are not fucking around, you know, and I th- I think if uh, Excuse me. <clears throat> you know, like I've said before, you know, if these guys tour hard and they tour smart, 
and they make some some really good moves, you know, they'll be you know they'll be in a, a Slipknot Lamb of God hate breed type kind of stature, you know, before it's all said and done with. Yeah. And maybe maybe even you know more. You never know. Yeah, and I you know I hope I hope that happens for them because not only are they a great band, they're you know great dudes. You know from what you know our small experience and then from what I've read. Yes. And they're they're really interactive online on Facebook and. And everything with fans, you know, they'll make a post and it'll have a thousand likes and you'll have, you know, 280 comments and they'll be replying to, you know, half those comments. Yeah. You know, in most yeah. bands, you know, it's like the post is up and they're gone, you know, because they don't got time to mess with that crap. But, yeah. You know, Battlecross knows how to, you know, how to work this and build this up and they're doing a good job with it. And, you know, for this interview, you know, we reached out to, reached out to them and they obliged and, you know, we had the chance to go over there their show on they played the Canes Ballroom um what was the date I already lost track April 24th I think or 25th A- April we're in I mean, August April. man <laughs> August sorry uh, August I think it was 20- the 31st because the next day was the first right that's right it, scratch yeah. that it was the last day of August Tr- Trent is high <laughs> as fuck <laughs> I I had to take the bong out of his hand uh before we hit record so right. just you know just kidding just kidding <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean the Gore Tour is what I was trying the, to say. Yeah, the Gore Tour in Tulsa at Canes, and they, uh, in, admittedly, we are new at this. So we didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be kind of a hassle getting in there or getting a hold of somebody. But these guys were, I mean, they were on it. Uh, they 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 would keep in touch with us that day without us bugging them first. You know, as as far as you know. That sounds weird, but, you know, we we were on the way to Kane's Ballroom, and we got a text from the guitar player saying, hey, by the way, you're going to do this with Kyle, and he's going to meet you here, you know. I mean, it was just really easy. They were super accommodating. Uh, you just couldn't ask for a better experience. Yeah, and it turned out good. We got a, we got about 30 minutes worth of, of time with him, and it uh, there's – I think the actual interview itself would be about 25 minutes because about five minutes of that was the Butcher Baby's sound guy started, you know, testing their, you know, their stuff like partway through our interview. So he played a lot of like pop and real yeah. bassy stuff just to test out the system and it was super loud. You couldn't hear anything, yeah. couldn't hear each other talk. So we just kind of, you know, uh, made stupid faces at each other and, you know, looked at our phones and while, uh, you know, while it, uh, they wrote it out. Right. And Kyle was cool about it. He knew, you know, from the other shows, you know, how long it was going to be and just told us to <laughs> hang tight. Yeah. You know, he waited out and finished the interview with us. And, uh, another thing is we've got a video of this, which is up on YouTube. Yes. Check this out. It's the video version of this interview. And, uh, so you can see that, you know, of course the, we fast forward it for you, but you can see Kyle, you know, doing his dance into Taylor Swift, <laughs> which is actually what happened. Right? Yes, okay. it is. I'm not just making but shit But sorry, up. you won't hear Taylor Swift on the broadcast because why would you want to really hear that? Right. So do we got anything else before we want to jump into this? Uh, no, just that, you know, again, thanks to Battlecross, thanks to Haran, thanks to Kyle, uh, thanks to Kane's Ballroom. Uh, it, it was a... Uh, it was an amazing experience. We're super yeah. honored, and we got a great half-hour conversation. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, let's throw a. Also, want to throw a thanks out to uh, the Popstalgia Network. Yes, because if you watch that video on YouTube, 
that is who filmed it for us. We're not videographers. We're just dudes trying to run a podcast here. So, but we might eventually be videographers down the line. So just subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out the videos we've got forthcoming after this Battlecross video. For sure. The Thunder Underground on YouTube, just like it is on online, which is thethunderunderground.com. We've got links to all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, SoundCloud, which is where you listen to this now. And subscribe to us there as well, so you can catch the future podcasts we've got coming down the pike. For sure. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Right on. Nightmare would be your uh, your trailer. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, trailer fan. We, yeah, we saw that today. Uh, it happens. The it's flat not, tire, right? Yeah, it's nothing uncommon. Actually, <laughs> this was the first one. Uh, it's just a valve stem, like Rip. split. Wow. <laughs> so this has happened several times. Or oh, we or? have a long, illustrious, illustrious history of fucking shit up. <laughs> That's what we do. We're like five uh, five dates into this tour now. Or I guess this is the fifth one. So. Yeah, we, the, we did uh, like four days headlining Okay. Uh, before it, so. How are the crowds been on the, the gore oh, awesome. part of it so far? Awesome. Just killer. Wow. So we're real excited to be out of them. You, you guys have a lot of room, because do they have a lot of stuff set up? They yet, have or they? a shit ton of <laughs> shit. Like, I just stand on the riser. Hey, nice. But it's like, I'm like, the riser's there, so I got a place to stand. <laughs> There you go. There you go. And everybody else just kind of goes in between there. Yeah. Cool. cool. Is there a carpet out while you guys are playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got their carpet out. So is that your first? It, uh, it goes. Are these your first gigs playing on a carpet? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> on their carpet. Right. You know not to go down on your knee or your shit's going to be all soaked. <laughs> right. Nice. Like, don't, if you're wearing pants, don't take a knee. Sweet. Sweet. Well, well this, um, is a, okay. this is a, this is a pretty good, uh mix of the three different bands oh yeah you know what i mean that's always good to see on these tours so mm-hmm. do you yeah. think have you noticed like butcher babies fans or gore fans that weren't familiar with you guys coming oh, yeah. up to you saying yeah. after the show yeah i mean uh we've been around but we're still a young band so i right. mean people are like i've never heard of you guys or i've heard <laughs> of you guys and never heard, you know gotten in so they're just like yeah right on so we've been we've been slaying merch cool. i like that yeah yeah, it's good. Helps to make it to the next town. <laughs> Groceries, come yeah. on. Yes. <laughs> well, well, um, you know, Rise to Power is out and it's badass. It really seems like you guys wanted to. I mean, I just just from hearing it, I mean, I you know, it seems like you guys wanted to just up everything. Like you're going for the fucking throat. Yeah. And I mean, I'm spitting fire. Yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I was I put it in. I was like badass. I mean. You guys seem like you really have a plan. Well, the plan is to not suck. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> on it, man. You're on it. <laughs> it, was on, it was 103, and I know I should be, like, extremely psyched, and I'm, like, extremely grateful, but I was like, 103, three away. Fuck. <laughs> so you still have to have that top 200 ass, asterisk. Yeah. Right. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
fuck? I was going to shove it in my fucking mom's face and be like, oh, yeah? I'm not going to make it, huh? <laughs> Look <you>, now. <laughs> nice. Well, um, you know, and, and I liked it. It's, uh, you know, 10 songs, 35 mm-hmm. minutes. It's, it's, it's like, it's epic, but it's not overstated. There's nothing that shouldn't be there. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just streamlined, just, that was a good, good plan. We didn't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we made it as fast as we could, and there was a bunch of hargity blargity that was happening, and we were just like, what are we doing? We're right, right, right an album? Ready? Right? Go. Nice. Yeah, so, it, we, I mean, I think with what we had and what we did, I'm really, you know, really, you know, happy with what we've gotten done. Yeah. And uh, Jason Sukoff and Mark Lewis were a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they really helped us kill it. Yeah. Yeah, Sukoff, he, he's, uh, he doesn't fuck yeah. around. He, yeah. No. He yeah. just, it's, it's just so weird. He's just so fucking good. Like, hey, man, stop goofing around. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's okay. You can goof around. <laughs> you just came up with that. Sweet. There you so go. he's good, <laughs> and he'll he'll he's just he knows where what he, they know what we're trying to do, and they've got really good albums and they got so much experience. So you just mm-hmm. go with what they got, and you're good hands. Right on, right on. And it, it helped that uh, we had like an extra month because their band that was scheduled for the month month after us mm-hmm. dropped like they couldn't get their visas from like Bulgaria. <laughs> So they uh, they had an extra month, and we were like, can, can we have it? Yeah. Metal Blade, may we please have more money? <laughs> okay, cool. There you go. All right. Hey, that helps. Yep. It only helps. Well, totally. you can hear a natural progression on this album, like from the, oh, yeah. you know, all three albums just kind of built up to this, where it's a lot more precise, and like mm-hmm. you said, it's you know, right there. Way and cleaner, and we had, we had Mark mix and master it, too, and he just, he nailed it, I think, in the tones, and and they just nailed it they knew what they were doing we fucked up on uh, War of Will and we didn't have him do all the shit we should have fucking done it <laughs> she was like just keep it keep it we learned our lesson there you so go. we were just like keep it yeah. right on was well, the band solidified at this point? Is Alex your drummer, or yes. is uh, you going to continue this final tapish kind of thing? No, I mean. <laughs> I had some propane in the lead. Right. And yeah, got me uh, got me pretty good. So the face my face was like scared of shit. I thought I lost my beard. 
Serious fuck. <laughs> How much of it did you lose? Not much. Okay. Well, but I mean, a good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a couple questions in. Yeah. Before we went back down. There you go. Have you have you got played Canes before? Have you played here before? I've played Oklahoma a couple times. We did that. Uh, I played Vanguard oh, last yeah, year, down down right down the street. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then uh, we did like a huge outdoor fest with Five Finger and Kill Switch on the oh, okay. uh, Trespass oh, America. Trespass. Right. Uh, okay. That was cool. Like, right on. Yeah, I also heard that like, and, and we played a Mayhem here, right? Uh, no, Mayhem never. Well, it comes oh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. It always yeah. comes to Oklahoma City. Okay. Yep. Or it did. I don't know if it's. Yeah. So we've, not, yeah. we've been around. Yeah, right on. Okay. Well, speaking of writing Rise to Power, do you uh, do you handle all the lyrics? Uh, the lyrics, yeah. And do you write do you write lyrics ahead of time, or do you kind of fit to, it based off but, of riffs uh, you hear, or like how? Well, we were so under the gun that I did, you know, and songs change when you get into the studio, and so a bunch of shit changed, and I was like, oh, well, good thing I didn't get that one done. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I did get done, I was like, "So that's different." Yeah. Right on. Yeah. You guys did that uh, war ensemble cover last year. Yeah. Do you have any other future plans for covers, or is that just kind of a? Oh uh, no! Uh, anything no we Swift do is no. no. Uh, we'll we'll just bump it up twenty beats per minute and yeah. then do it. <laughs> right. So that's the, that's what we did with Pantera. And yeah, that's what that we did was, with Slayer. Yeah. I was gonna say that that one fucking hostile on like fucking. Crack. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah, yeah. it is. Fucking yeah. hostile and crack. <laughs> 20 BPMs faster. Go. I, I, first, I first heard that on the way home from work one day, and I was just dead. And that <laughs> got me all the way home. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> well, on, uh, you wanted to bring up Orion Fest. You yeah. guys played that. Was that a Metallica... The word was they handpicked everyone, right? Yeah. So did they? Yeah. I mean, like, Crazy. so how does that? What you know? How's that feel? You know, feels like it, Metallica. How does that feel? <laughs> Trey, come on. It's, okay, that's a little cheesy, like, I know, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, getting to meet James and Rob were just like people pay hundreds of dollars yeah. for yeah. that. I mean, and they don't even. The, you might get a handshake or something, you know, handshake, yeah. smile later. <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like a, a lot of fucking meet and greets, some people just get it. Right. Yeah. You know, but they like hung out with us, took a picture with us. Wow. At, we did a press conference before that. Yeah. And then like before we went on, I was like freaking out about War Ensemble, so I was just listening to War Ensemble like over and over again. Mm-hmm. We were playing it that day, and here comes James getting dropped off by a golf cart. It's like, what's he doing here? He got like a half hour before we go on. He just he just came to hang out. Wow. He was like, I even asked him. I was like, Don't you have somewhere else better to be? <laughs> He's like, No, man. I'm here to hang out. Floored. You know? Yeah. Just, just That's a cool awesome. Fucking dude. Well, well, I mean, how did that phone call go? Um, yeah, Metallica wants you oh, to we play. Were on, yeah, we were on tour, and oh we, my got, God. we got the we got the uh, call, and we we're just okay. <laughs> They're like you're handpicked, and I was like, "That's fucking crazy." That is. So, and then like they, and I was like, I was getting ready, and I was like, and everybody was getting ready, and I come out last, you know. So I was just like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go take a piss real quick," and I hit the Porta John behind the stage, and I come out, and I see like Rob Trujillo running, 
I was like, what the fuck is he running for? And he was running to introduce us. And I was like, that's... What? I was like, what's he doing? So I just, like, kind of watched him, like, <laughs> get up there and, you know, like, talk to James. And then, like, get they went up on stage. And wow. I was... Uh, that's crazy. That is, you know, crazy. That is crazy. And then they, they introduced us. And, like... They walked off stage as we're walking on the stage, and you know, they give you the double bump, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> That's nuts. This is, this is the guy that, you know, taught me heavy metal. Yeah, exactly. Metallica yeah. 1 was the first metal song I heard. Yeah. My sister, I can remember the day and the minute and what I was doing. Yeah, where my you sister, were at, all that. My, yeah, my sister finding it on the tape. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then she played it for me, and you know, she's just like, "Then go like this." <laughs> and, nice. And the rest is history for me. Yeah. yeah. That's Crazy. how it happened for a lot of guys. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah. Nuts. Right on. Right well, on. playing these festivals in Europe as well, like you did last year, yeah. Download and Grass Pop. Yeah, uh, two years ago. Oh, uh, two years ago. Um, Still in how debt. Can, how can you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you tell a big difference between the European fans, like a lot of people yeah. mentioned. Like they're way more passionate about it than they are. It's a little different, but I mean, it's skewed. I mean, people think that you get over there and it's oh my god, just like America, but they're still you got to win them over. Right. It's not like go over there and you're good. Yeah. You know, you still got to earn it. Yeah. The German crowds will straight up be like, you know, I like you on the album, but you just, uh, you know, I don't know. It just comes off so much. I don't know how to say I'm shittier. <laughs> you know, and you just got to win over the crowd, you know, and like German crowds, some of them are crazy and some of them, they'll just stand there and enjoy it. So you don't know what, what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know, and every crowd's different. And we went over with Killswitch too and we had some good shows. And then we did Trivium in Germany and that was good fucking shows, man. So we had some good times in Europe and we're still fucking paying for it. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Hell yeah. So I got sick. So it sucked a couple times. Yeah. But like the, the one thing that we did do was like we went and seen Dachau. So it was like, what's up, concentration camp? Fuck. That was real. Yeah. Wow. So when you got sick, did you have, was that like after a show or you had no, a show to do? No, it was just do? like shows. I got sick for like four days. It doesn't matter. Power through me. it. You just power through it. Yeah. You're throwing up. Throw up as much as you got to do before you go on go on stage. Hit yeah. stage. And even like we had a day off and, and my TM was like, go to sleep. <laughs> and like they were all going to like a Berlin Wall and shit. They didn't wake me up. Wow. So they, they just let me sleep all fucking day. I was like, oh man, I slept all day? I hate sleeping in the we had like a buses and shit like they're always fucking moving so it's like <laughs> sometimes it'll rock you to sleep like in the van like out yeah but in buses I'm up yeah don't know why well uh if Rob Flynn can wear an adult diaper and go through it <laughs> yeah on stage then yeah, yeah we can yeah. yeah we should be able to power through know. any of this I've uh <laughs> I've been quite fucking sick yeah, like, I went one, the sickest I've ever been was, uh, I went home, uh, on Trespass America, and my kid was going to daycare, so I went home, he got me sick as fuck, 
Like I was just throwing up every five minutes. I was just laying on the couch, and then they they got me Pedialyte. They had a bucket ready for me, and the stage manager, our good buddy Saul, now he he was like, "Got your bucket right there, bro. Got your bucket right there." Made it through the whole set, and like right, I remember right before I went on, I went to like the loading dock of the amphitheater that we were at, started fucking throwing up right before the set, and Trivium was like right there going, "Sorry guys." <laughs> Stay the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Nice. So that was, uh, yeah, you get sick. And you yeah. just got to go on. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Show right. must go on, right? Yep. That's right. That's right. Speaking of show, how many new songs are you guys playing on this? Because how long is your set on this gore thing? Like 40 minutes or something? Or? 35. 35. I think we're playing. Uh, I mean, how many new songs? Sorry. Three. Three? Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Three. Three, three, and one. So okay. okay, cool, cool. And uh, this is random. What what is the the story behind the uh, the emblem? I, I, it was really cool. Or was it, it just fucking somebody sucks. drew it and somebody fucking drew it? And they were just like, cool. <laughs> there you <go>. Okay. <laughs> it, that works. cross sucks. We are just like, eh, works. Toby's got it. Eh. Okay. Done it. That's just our that's our glyph. We call it a glyph. And we just run with it, you know. Oh, yeah. It looked cool, and it reminds me of the crawl. Yeah. The little crawl thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what I always thought about it. Well, Even before I was in the band, I was like, for real? <laughs> well, you know, when you see that, you know who it is. You yeah. don't see the name. Yeah, there's branding. Yeah. So, I mean, That's I'm perfect. all good with branding. Perfect. I understand marketing. <laughs> Got a brand. Right on. Right on. I read an interview on another note uh, a couple months ago. Where you had said that you've got a son who's like four or five? Yep, he'll be five September. Okay. And you had said that you asked him what he wanted to listen to? Yeah. He said, I want to listen to you? Yeah. Is he, so is he into metal or is it just yeah. because it's dad? No, oh, he's into metal. Like, I was just flipping through the channels and uh, Iron Maiden came on, like, the radio. And he was like, this is my jam. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You want to jam it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It was just off fucking radio. Yeah. So like, we're gonna go with this. All right. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't try to be like, you're gonna listen to metal because I like metal. You know, we, his mom listens to country all the time. We listen to country. I mean, I don't. I don't give a fuck if you hate me for listening to country. I listen to country. I'm sorry. Hey, so do we. Yeah. And so do we. <laughs> I'm really excited to play here tonight. I bet. By the way, I bet. Like, I came in and was like, uh. <laughs> I called my grandma. I was like, grandma. You'll never guess who's on the walls. You'll never guess the stories behind this. It was cool. Yeah. So she was cool. My grandpa was a huge Hank Williams senior fan. Yeah. And that's actually like my biggest influence. Like people will be like, whoa. Really? Hank, Hank senior. If oh, man. You play, you, if you can sing Love Sick Blues, you can scream your dick off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you can get that, you know, you can get that breath, he's got it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy good. So I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a legendary place for that for sure. Yeah. Well, in about the country thing, we could go. We could do a whole other hour on that. So don't even. Hey, we're not we're, hating on that for sure. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know, but uh, some other people out there. Can yeah. <laughs> and you know, for tonight, they probably have to cover all those in this queen. Oh. Or dude, take them off the wall. They, uh, they, or they're not. Yeah. But I know they've played here before. Oh so. yeah, yeah. 
and, you know, and I was actually talking to Brad yesterday about it. He was, he was telling me uh, like the story about Hank Williams passing out on the couch, mm-hmm. playing two sets, nobody left. Respect. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. That's, that's my dude. <laughs> it was it was awesome before they remodeled it, and there was a little back in the back of the stage. There was just a little. It was like just a, a little cubicle mm-hmm. with a little toilet and a little shower. And I was like, I'm going to go back there, and I want to see the toilet that Elvis took his shit on. Because, right. I mean, it was all original, you know. And, uh, Dang. But, it. yeah. Yeah, they took it all out. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a thing of the past. But it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> well, that stage is still there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm it is. It is. Throw it up to Grandpa today. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You ever get country playing in the van? Are you the only one? That, yeah, I'm the only one. You're the only one? Okay. <laughs> I'm the only one. What do you guys listen to when you're driving? Uh, well, I'll play senior. You know, I got all of his shit. Hell I yeah. bought all of his shit on iTunes. And then you'll just let the Pandora run sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just be like, <laughs> fuck, new country. Yeah, I know. Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Oklahoma, Garth Brooks, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did like 15 nights here, so. Damn. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we appreciate doing this, man, for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you, man. All right, there you have it, our interview with uh, Kyle from Battlecross. I think it went pretty well. I think it went great. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah, glad he took the time to do that. Thanks again to, to Kyle and Haran and everybody from Battlecross. Like we said earlier, thanks to the Canes, thanks to the Pop Stouge Network, which helped us with the video. That's right. And you know what? Thanks to Guar. Thanks to Butcher Babies. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Forever in Disgust. Yeah, Forever in Disgust was the 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 local opener for, for that show. And they so, fucking slammed. Yeah, look them up. They're on Reverb Nation, I believe. Yep. So do yourself a favor. If you're not from this area, check them out as well. Check us out on YouTube, like I said earlier, to see the video version of this podcast. It's got some extra stuff on it that that this you know SoundCloud version doesn't have. And subscribe to us there at The Thunder Underground on YouTube. Check us out online at thethunderunderground.com. Check out all our social medias. Click like, follow, subscribe, whatever you're supposed to do on each of them. And then, of course, check out Battlecross on Facebook and on online be sure and buy rise to power yes you can get it on itunes amazon i think you can buy it off their website buy it at a show tell all your friends yes it's a great metal album they're great dudes support music like this so we can keep keep them around for a long time that's right thanks again for listening and we will talk to you next time see you